My planet Arrakis is so beautiful when the sun is low. Rolling over the sands, you can see spice in the air. The outsiders ravage our lands in front of our eyes. Their cruelty to my people is all I've known. What's to become of our world? Welcome back to another episode of Queen's Dead. I am Sanjeet. I have Dhruv and Hemant with me. Hemant is back after ages. Uh, and we have our guest who was also... Uh, uh, bond. For the, for the Bond episode. Huh? Bond episode. Jaldi, you've forgotten Bond. Arre, no, no. I'm, I'm tired. Yeah, you have to please you? bear with me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so today we are talking about the latest IMAX Villeneuve release. <laughs> nice <laughs> nice plug. <laughs> you, you have uh, to put that IMAX, which is this podcast. <laughs> which is yeah IMAX this is all sponsorship purpose yeah you have to look at it yeah. that way. sure yeah, sure we're so. trying to angle for that mm. yeah Dolby Atmos ad before every single <laughs> show <laughs> okay so we, we'll just jump into uh, initial thoughts uh, what is Dune uh, about Sanjeet though like what what's the story about sorry I, I'm, yeah, I'm putting you in the spot Oh no, I am kidding. No, no, we can go go into initial thoughts. I want to hear this. <laughs> so, so initially, Gutenberg came up with this press where you have paper, and then maybe hundred years later, uh. Frank Herbert made a book <laughs> <laughs> about, 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 about a planet called uh, Arrakis, where yeah, Arrakis. in this world where there's an imperium of uh, an emperor that uh, uh, that rules the known universe universe and a bunch of houses are um, trying to uh, master um, interstellar travel and the only thing that can make that possible is this substance called spice and uh, which is basically LSD (laughs) kind of yeah it is it is something that Let's uh, yeah, let's let's not get. I mean, we can get into that. Like, if you want to get into Frank Herbert's like uh, uh, proponents of uh, of psychedelics, and, is he uh, also in the Stephen King universe of psychedelics? I mean, he is. I, I guess Stephen King is more of a cocaine guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, oh yeah, he's, he's more of. Okay. We can make this episode about Dark Tower. I will do it. I will do no, it. no, no. It's <laughs> fine because <laughs> we are don't have context in any case, and that movie is probably more boring oh than the God. David Lynch. Yeah, I'm not talking about the movie. I'm talking about the book series. <laughs> that movie is not boring. That movie is bad. <laughs> yeah, it is bad. It's, okay, it's, okay. A, it's an insult. So uh, let, let's just... let's go from that from from an insult to an of an adaptation to something of a true adaptation, uh, which is uh, Denny Villeneuve's. Uh, Dune, which uh, came out this weekend. Uh, we are trying to look at how it affected us, our initial responses to the movie, and how we saw it. I am very interested in how we saw it. Yeah. Because yeah. okay, let's let's start with the let's start with the right answer. Uh, I watched it in <laughs> IMAX. I, I I watched it. Yeah. I watched it full on in IMAX. I had a beer. I had a small junior popcorn with butter. butter. Uh, I was there with my boss, which was very anxious, anxiety inducing. 
and uh, he kept asking uh, hey this is not bond I'm like no 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 i didn't take it to bond i was watching he was expecting a db5 these are all automotive engineers so like, you have to expect that <laughs> so uh, when we entered it, it it really sets your expectations up by starting dune and it says part 1 <laughs> so what was your like uh, how did you guys watch that uh, movie um amartya uh i watched it so i had heard or to be very honest i had been pleased about it that you know this is a theater experience so yeah and i have was i am de- i was dead sure that it's not going to come to my small town dead mm. sure the fact that bond came was a huge huge luck factor for me so i i emulated the big screen experience as much as possible i saw it on the biggest biggest tv screen i used the i used my best speakers possible and i had a beer so sat down and saw it and yeah yeah that's that's a good that's, good, yeah. good way to leave yeah. it good conclusion you had a you had yeah. a beginning a middle and an end nice <laughs> yeah. great writer um, yeah. sanjeet go ahead you alternate between the two perspectives i'm a i'm a simple theater guy yaar where is do you expect me to watch that movie <laughs> just a simple theater enthusiast what did yeah. you have like did you have like coffee i had coke i didn't have uh, coca cola not coca <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but it was good. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think the experience was good, it. or was the movie good? The experience was fantastic. I can't even like put it in words. Mm-hmm. Uh, about the movie, I have a lot of thoughts. I'm slightly mm-hmm. conflicted about it just yet. I mean, I I I spoke to Dhruv about this. Uh, I might need like a rewatch before I actually have re- like more solid thoughts about it. Mm-hmm. but uh, i was i was expecting a part one type of thing because i, I think it was all, always a public thing that is going to be a two parter i mean at I least mean, i knew about that much that, about it once yeah. the review the trilogy this was the public oh. no 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 it was it was a, it was supposed to be a duology like yeah, two parter okay. because okay. Uh, when he started making it he realized it's, it's not going to be a one part thing it's going to be a two part <laughs> understatement uh, yeah. it would be yeah. like a Ten yeah. part series, which Amarjit also said about, like the mini series. I mean, it could it could possibly yeah. be one as well. Yeah. I yeah, mean, but then it'll the be Game of Thrones. <laughs> I mean, like... in a sense, but then so, so so here's the thing. No, it's all about that experience, quote unquote experience, right? So IMAX is essential. I mean, IMAX yeah. is the best way to watch pinnacle, it. Yeah. Yeah, it's the pinnacle, yeah. whatever you want to call it, and everything else is uh is, is a you know kept down. step down in any in any case that fine so that. we we shall end on someone who watched it on a 13 inch laptop screen yeah no, 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 no. i mean it makes sense it's it's poetic <laughs> it's poetic right, so, so like but see how was your how was your uh, macbook dolby vision <laughs> see my theory is very simple if the film is good enough it will work on yeah. any format right thank you so so it, yeah. like i watched dunkirk on the smallest plane screen and like mm. it's worked for me there that was like my fourth yeah. fifth viewing of dunkirk so whatever i was dunkirk on the big screen yeah yep. that that was a very good movie yeah. so yeah. so so here's what i've been thinking uh, for the last 2 3 days now and so i like watching films in theater it's such a given right yeah. and this film in particular it's been promoted as as a fact 
कि इट्स डिजाइन ओनली एंड ओनली फॉर थिएटर्स लाइक इट्स बीन पुट आउट ओवरली बाय एवरीवन द मेकर्स द प्रोड्यूसर्स एवरीवन अराउंड द मार्केटिंग हैज बीन फॉर द आईमैक्स यू नो और इवन लाइक लेट्स से अ थिएटर राइट बट नाउ लाइक हाउ आई आई ऑलमोस्ट अग्री टू द टू द स्टेटमेंट कि यू नो इफ अ फिल्म वर्क्स इट अ फिल्म शुड वर्क इन एनी मीडियम एज मेनी एज पॉसिबल राइट बट लाइक लेट्स से a theater play right you cannot watch it on your tv screens right i mean it's a not really a theater play as, as in like a actual play a theater production yeah, yeah, yeah. let's production. say let's for example hamilton hamilton hmm. yeah, i mean whatever it, when they do it did so. you guys watch the adaptation i did i did, I did. yes I did. yes but my point being does it actually properly translate as a screen thing from a drama thing as yeah well? uh, I have a I have an answer. So 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 okay. before that before we move on to your answer mm-hmm. I was thinking about that part if if the maker is telling you to watch it in a, in a particular medium I think it is for your benefit to you for you to enjoy that experience. Obviously there are flaws and I know what flaws are according to me. Uh so I mean you guys can now get in with whatever you want to talk about. Initial thoughts or is it yeah. let's just keep it clear because there's like a bunch of stuff we have to talk about right yeah, yeah, yeah. initial so thoughts so what was the point that you were trying to make yeah. yeah okay so so the hamilton adaptation specifically uh if i remember correctly the hamilton hmm. adaptation was specifically filmed in that way hmm. because mm-hmm. sanjeev is right you cannot capture broadway otherwise hmm. yes broadway is impossible to be captured otherwise the reason why hamilton worked for me in the screen is because the camera shot it hmm. like a film camera was moving like that <clears throat> focusing hmm. on lin manuel and miranda's faces you know mm-hmm. they yes. were focusing on the angles and everything that's how it was shot so you can't wait so get... i i'm curious uh wait so it, they actually like translated it in a film language versus yeah, yeah, like yeah, no yeah, yeah. no exactly. no this was again i, I have to like uh, chime in uh, okay. like there's no mise en scene or anything like that in in the <laughs> in the adaptation there is yeah. there yeah. is it's just a play <laughs> and they have shot it like as if it's a concert as if it's i would it is more yeah okay. it is more akin to a concert I mean, your your theater play is supposed to give you an immediate reaction. That's the whole point. Yes. There are no retakes in it, hmm. right? Yes. So you cannot really translate that form of art into, let's say, uh, like a film. Let's say. I mean, there's a correlation, yes. but like you can like you have to create a film definitely, language for definitely. it. Definitely, yeah, definitely, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah. My point. Yeah. I mean, there, you've seen a number of plays that are adapted very recently. Uh, Anthony Hopkins, The Father. Any, anything, yeah. anything. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. but you can definitely make out the uh, make out a point ki you know it is sort of designed in a theater play because of how your know, certain action takes place from point a to point b let's say or how much talking is happening in one scene mm. exactly exactly some something yeah. the some elements that that come into play yeah. my point being if if someone is asking you to if if a maker is telling you to watch a certain film in a certain way or i mean i mean, I mean not, let's not even take villeneuve or nolan as a matter of fact If Aronofsky is okay oh, yeah. with you to watch his films on his phone, I mean, then it then it's a different uh, case altogether, right? Yeah, but, I mean, no. But no, let's say for let's say for Dune, I mean, and then I'll just uh, tell my initial thoughts in, in a minute on everything. I mean, if if William is telling you to watch it in theater, why not do that and have a clear judgment uh, rather than have one which will always be you know hampered by the fact that you didn't watch it in the most ideal way possible. Right, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Fair. And yes. also coming to my initial thoughts. So, yeah. so I liked the movie. It was great. The theater experience. 
I needed that sensory experience because I don't think so I would have enjoyed that on my laptop. Mm-hmm. Uh because it is slightly slow and everything it's it's a little moody like like typical Villeneuve cinema and but I think it's an upgrade on 2049 style. Uh I mean in a sense Villeneuve style which mm-hmm. he adapted to 2049 I think he bettered because I think he learned from his mistakes. Uh from 2049 I think there is a lot of Villeneuve in Dune but I think he, there is technically speaking the cutting of the film is slightly different than most of Villeneuve's movies and okay, even yes. like the shot taking I mean see if you if you look at the shot taking in this uh it's wide right and there is some concrete things structure present ever present in the, in the, in, the, in your frame while some action is taking place in the background or foreground or wherever So I mean he's trying to do a lot of uh not just empty shots of you know concrete structural things it's just action also is placing any type of action a conversation also yeah it's a lot a lot more layered and 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 in terms of uh, the editing i think his edits his his short length was comparatively shorter in this film which i thought mm-hmm. was something he might have learned in 2049 because i think that bothered a lot of people in 2049 as Uh, this is according to the people i know who watched 2049 so yeah anyone else can you know go ahead with their initial thoughts no no le- uh, let's do heman first because i think you guys yeah. liked it much more than our side of the yeah yeah. Uh, yeah so i would say like um uh this movie the okay the first experience i had with the movie the i mean the first feeling that it invoked was that he was really trying to create an atmosphere Hmm. and a tone hmm. he was getting that down as much as possible hmm. like there's a lot of things that you can really really love to uh, about that movie is that like two things that come to mind is the engineering of it hmm. he's a huge hmm. fan of like brutalist architecture and he's a huge fan of uh, showing yeah. things as as realistically as possible to give them justification in reality like the way they have created some buildings the way they have created or the costumes a lot of the production design is is all with very much villainous <laughs> and he and when i the first feeling i got from the movie was that okay this is definitely a space movie this is not supposed yeah. to be like this is he has he has uh, basically taken some uh, uh, areas of uh, arrival put them together with uh, what he had learned from um, Blade Runner 2049 in the way he is uh, showing the uh, spaces and how he showing characters <laughs> he took that up to like another level with this basically th- this is him trying to create a blockbuster <laughs> this was yeah. this was him trying to cre- create something that is his own his, in his own taste he was trying to create something that's of a huge scale he was trying to make mm. it look alien he was trying to make it look otherworldly Yeah. I wasn't ever taken out of the fact uh, taken out of the movie thinking that oh no I I don't feel like I think they're trying to really sell me something without really showing it to me without really proving it to me because in a lot of ways like he has used editing and movements that really show the power of what is there in that universe he's trying to show you the universe yeah. he's not trying to show you uh, like an entertaining experience or anything like that he's trying to show you a world he's trying to transport you uh, in some in, into some other world <laughs> which is very difficult like i think the last time i felt that way was the first time i ever saw the the first star wars 
mm-hmm. I felt more in connection to that world than I did watching the prequel trilogy. Because mm-hmm. I felt like this is okay. The George Lucas prequel. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I meant the I meant uh, uh, episode one. One Star two three. <laughs> yeah. 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 And yes. where it's Star Wars, not not like New Hope. And mm-hmm. that that There's really no transported me to the to that world. Yeah. No hope. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> that that uh, that that is something that I didn't feel. Uh, there are two other adaptations of this movie of this book. Mm-hmm. Um, when I read the book the first time, I felt like this is very different than what I've ever read. Mm-hmm. I felt yeah. like this is something like of a if 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 space has been in many places. You space take space to a forest, or uh, you have predator. You have you take space uh, or sci-fi <laughs> okay. or something that comes from space. You mm-hmm. uh, you put it in you put it in like drab uh, spaces, caves and everything like that. I felt that that was alien. Yeah, and you put it in a ship where a bunch of marines, aliens or alien two, yeah. and uh, you put space in like um, a very like uh, closed up space. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of movies like that. You have like Moon. You have, uh, or you have the one where uh, this guy uh, Mandalorian is there in that movie. <laughs> I forgot the name of the movie, but it's a really nice movie. Um, yeah, do you know a uh, Prospect? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So I've seen Prospect, the indie. It's yeah. it's a bunch of yeah. It's like a western uh, shot in space. Yeah, mm. yeah. And Mandalorian is also basically a western. Uh, one of the mm. like the old western shows and uh, like in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I don't know. Karthik is not here, but I wanna like show his presence <laughs> by uh, by 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 calling out uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But um, there's a lot of places you can take space to. But this is more of. At least I'm quoting the movie "Desert Power." This is <laughs> this is this is where uh, a new a new kind of environment, which is familiar to us, is connected to space. Mm-hmm. And I lot of I saw a lot of imagery of of what he's trying to do of uh, showing the elements mm-hmm. and connecting what we know into another world. Mm-hmm. But I can show you a desert. I can show you. Oh yeah, there's like the mummy. Yeah, like if you're in the desert, there's going to be a bunch of pyramids and everything like that. But mm-hmm. then he has like these bunch of huge scale uh, ships that uh, come out of nowhere, and then he he shows you the scale by pe- putting people in them. Mm-hmm. Like if you ever looked at all these alu- uh, liminal spaces in mm-hmm. in uh, in like three D art, there mm-hmm. they always have like this giant being, and and then there's like one small person like yes. looking up. The comparison, the, the comparison, yeah, yeah. The yeah. yeah. They yeah. show you a lot of contrast in space. Yeah, and yeah. that's how he's trying to do this. I think the first, like, what my idea that I got across from him was that he's trying to show us scale in the first uh, movie, because if I don't want to spoil the movie, but I'm like quoting from the beginning of the movie itself, where uh, uh, I, I, can we talk spoilers in this or talk about? Yeah, this? after I mean, initial thoughts, right? Like yeah, after, after we, yeah, yeah, in the yeah, end, we can do. I'll get done with my point. Uh, I mean, it's that, half a movie in any case, right? So. Exactly. Yeah. Christ, way to it does. No, no. We said it's part, part one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. The when I start the movie, it's part one. I saw that. Okay, I have set my expectations to part one now. Yeah. <clears> I am not thinking. Oh, when is Minister going to come? When is uh, when is uh, Gondor going to come and save? When is mm. Rohan going to fight off in Helm's Deep? I'm going to think. <laughs> I am in Shire right now. Okay, this is about a lot of the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I am in Shire right now. I am setting up the stakes right now. I am yeah. right. Uh, I am. If I am Tolkien, I wouldn't go go 
over the entire course of the journey that <laughs> these guys have to take i'll tell you who is who are the players what are hmm. the stakes what hmm. is to come and what my expectations are of uh, from these characters hmm. so that is how we set uh, setting this all up like the the way they've uh, i mean they've shown the adaptation of what he is trying to tell in the book when i when i first read the book it was all about history the whole the whole book is surrounding on how you look at history and how information is passed down from the ages mm-hmm. it's 10000 ad you have gone through the cycles of of uh, of ai ai has been banned in the book and uh, and then you've gone back to medieval times basically where where mm-hmm. you have more of the uh, the houses fighting each other with each other it's more more of like a greek uh, tra- tragedy of mm-hmm. the greek politics rather than of it being technology winning over it's a humans playing the game it's not technology dictating the game anymore so that's why even the fighting st- style has gone back to like the sword fighting because now <laughs> nothing can really penetrate their shields except for those you know the hunter seekers and and everything like that hmm so that was my initial thought was that i like the scale of this movie and i like how how i'm being told that this is not any other world this is something that is new and i mm-hmm. felt it's new i didn't feel like i've mm. seen this before it was I very tangible in that sense yeah yeah and it was it was something that is relatable like it it feels more it feels more like i'm trying to understand the characters rather than them suddenly something happening and them telling me oh you're supposed to feel this way or the music telling me you're supposed to feel this mm-hmm. way because okay. i am not someone who will be like oh no that's happening oh no that's i don't do that like i, I don't have some immediate reaction to something happening when something is happening if i'm hooked and i'm not looking anywhere else but what's about to happen then i know i'm in right hands so can i I'm ask not, you something the, yep uh, yeah so it's basically but you knew the story going in completely right yes so you were still hooked despite like knowing the plot events and everything so it's yes. basically all the uh, so you were hooked completely almost by like the filmmaking right because storytelling yes. almost gets relegated because you know the story i mean the surprise yes. of the story at least gets relegated right so yes okay. there's a lot of things that you notice about it. when you read a book it kind of ruins your experience watching a movie because uh, i look at all the things that are not there because mm. I look at all the I look at like the doctor again we'll talk about the story later yeah, yeah. and everything but uh, there's a lot of interpersonal relationships that can't be shown all at once but they can be shown with good with small moments mm-hmm. and that is exactly what he nailed uh, in the movie he nailed, nailed trying to <laughs> bring up a relationship by just yeah. a few words or just by a few signs yeah yeah and that is, is that is exactly what uh, yeah Yeah that's exactly what a good adaptation does it's not to tell you everything it's not because a film is a film a book is a book you can do a lot of things in the book medium which you can't do in the film medium and a lot of things you can do in the film medium which you can't do in the book yeah. i didn't understand the voice the first moment they used the voice was mm. like the first i like how they how they tell you something is great by <laughs> by showing mm. something that's not great or just about and then showing you what it's supposed to be mm. because then it tells you the real power of it because then mm. you'll be like oh it's it's a bit it's a bit flaccid like it's not it's not <laughs> it's not completely there yet and mm. then you get the actual voice when the mother uh, uh, mm. 
Oh yeah, yeah that's that uh, moment. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. yeah. And uh, talking to uh, uh, Sanjeev's point also, the editing can you can show you can really see that his editing style or how he has let uh, Joe Walker uh, decide a few things uh, <laughs> on the editing end is by how he has created a a very micro moment by showing you the power of something. He uses these small moments in the in the movie, uh, and at least that's why I loved watching the movie. Was that every small detail, even in the CGI, which usually sometimes like when you have someone like uh, Robert Rodriguez uses CGI in uh, Alita, <laughs> you have a lot of things that are just overloaded in your brain. You're like, I don't feel that it's important. I don't feel like it's it's justified. As long as it's justified, I feel like good watching it. I feel like okay. I, there's some thought that was put in there and there was storytelling going on even past the storytelling that's been put forth to me through words and and sound <clears throat> and and that's that's what i uh, that that's what i really loved in my initial uh, like the initial experience that i was having watching the movie mm. so, i mean yeah. i i wish i did i wish i had the same experience honestly uh, same, like actually. the rapturous like i when i when you are talking about it i am I'm almost like envious about the fact that I didn't have this experience and this is not about the theater experience I mean like mm-hmm. in generally in generally yeah. having the experience of being that immersed in that world because I wasn't honestly and I'm I'm a big villain of fan in general mm-hmm. uh and I think Blade Runner 2049 is fantastic like I love that film a lot yeah. uh there's something inherently uh, i think um, uh, amartya and we sh- uh, share a lot of the problems so i'll i'll hand it over to amartya but i'll just mention a couple of points which i thought so i think the big problem with me i guess with dune in general it seems like and maybe you're talking about the scale and all right there's a lot of vibes and then you get a lot of sort of even i got bothered by the walking talking exposing information formula which happens mm. again and again and again and again in the film and you have to mm-hmm. do it fine to set up a lot of the characters right i think there's so much of the film that's involved in that that i started looking forward to like an establishing shot i was like get that establishing shot <laughs> that music will pump in and then i will be excited like that element because i knew the story mm-hmm. from the lynch version so mm-hmm. my reaction mm-hmm. to this dune was primarily filmmaking related so i i was like okay mm-hmm. i know the beats the story beats So now it's like, oh, how are you going to like tackle this uh, particular scene or particular um, thing? And I, I mean, I like the whole minimalist sort of brutalist, whatever architectural thing you you're keeping. Like, I thought there was a lot of like uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine sort of, you know, the panels or like whatever the building architecture was in mm-hmm. like uh, Jared Leto's yes. house. Yeah. Like it mm-hmm. felt like a lot like that, and yeah, all yeah, the yeah. colors are much more muted than well David Lynch's Dune, which is <laughs> on acid and yes. So, yeah. Uh, so yes, like all that subduedness, I liked because I think it fits the whole dystopian. Like all the places feel dystopian here. Like all the places they travel to, even Arrakis, which is supposed to be like this magical, not magical but mystical at least. It has, mm. it still has like a darkness to it. which i think uh, i appreciated but uh, but yeah there's something about i still think there's just too much the relationship between information and entertainment which we i always come back to now like there's so much information given but like mm-hmm. i wanted to get more involved in, with the characters and like with what they were doing and i was just like 
Hmm. I mean, there's one character I could really like. That's because I love the actress. So that's that's only Rebecca Ferguson. Rebecca Ferguson. She was my okay. favorite character yes. just because she's uh, reminds me of Ingrid Bergman. Uh, and she's she's oh, very good. Okay. okay. He looks like her. Nice pal. Yeah, 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 no, no, I don't. I, I agree. I've yeah. seen that yeah. now. I am yeah. seeing that now. Yeah. Okay, Amartya, to you because you had a very detailed review which I really liked. So you can go ahead. Yeah. It, yeah. it is so detailed that I literally have to pull it up now. Yeah, yeah, you should. <laughs> no, I have it up. I love the one line of this. Uh, uh, I love the like. This the mysterious spice, the fuel of interstellar travel, is an allegory for oil, and the story of Dune is a story about the shortage of resources and overpopulation. In a way, mm-hmm. metaphors and allegory aside, Dune is science fiction at its finest, a story utilizing high concepts to explore universal issues. I like this. I'm I'm now okay. Everyone follow a letterbox star uh, Amartya Acharya. I'm, I'm full on full on. I am Amartya Stan now just from that. Uh, Go ahead and and deconstruct it after this Amartya. What else have you written? Yeah. Which counters that? For, yeah, not because, count. Yeah, because that's the only positive thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so first of all, I don't think I don't think there is anybody. Who wanted this movie? Who wanted this movie to be so good than me? Okay, I mm. wanted this movie to be so good, and mm. when I'm listening to him up there, I so wish I had mm. experienced all of that. I so wish I had seen all of the little details he captured. Mm. I could only see the vastness which you know Villeneuve is trying to portray. If you He's definitely trying to capture the Lawrence of Arabia hugeness. Okay, mm-hmm. Lawrence of Arabia. Mm-hmm. If anybody has seen Lawrence of Arabia, it is huge. Yeah, that that mm-hmm. movie conveys huge, mm-hmm. and it's shot in the desert. It conveys the vastness of the desert in a way. Villeneuve is trying to capture, mm-hmm. and the architecture and everything. I love the fact that the architecture is you know so severe, so Spartan in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, it's like very Spartan, but again, the biggest problem is Dune isn't just about visuals. It isn't. Mm. It mm. isn't. It isn't supposed to be. It wasn't marketed as anything like that, because we have seen sci-fi's, right? We have seen yeah. sci-fi's which are visual spectacles. Even the sequel trilogy, even the sequel trilogy. If I'm going back to Star Wars, even the sequel trilogies are visual spectacles. Mm-hmm. But they are ultimately rubbish. Mm-hmm. One they of them is not bad. This is. Last, yeah. I love Disagree. Last Jedi. I love Last Jedi. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah. they aren't that great. They are visual spectacles, but that's it. Yeah. Mm. Dune is supposed to be, and the fact that it's building wall building. You are only building. I think I wrote in my review as well. What you're building in the world is impressionistic. In a way. You are building paintings. Mm. You are building darkened corner paintings. You are building. You are building yellowish hues paintings. Mm-hmm. But if you are creating a world, I need some characters to hang on to. Mm. I need some characters to latch on to. I need some characters to hang out with. Number one. Number two. If I am getting introduced into a world, I want to be introduced into the world. because if this is a movie about setup i need to be introduced to the setup completely mm-hmm. i didn't mm-hmm. i didn't get mm-hmm. that 
so initial thoughts i think the movie as a spectacle is amazing i think those who have enjoyed it in the theater is going to enjoy it hugely they are going to be enveloped in a high mm-hmm. because what they have seen is insane it is yeah what they have seen is insane but come out of the theater wait for 2 to 3 days mull on it a bit and then you will realize what you have seen is a great beautifully shown beautifully shown work which mm. is ultimately very simple and incomplete mm. mm. i mean i'm i'm more or less in agreement with with that i mean i i think <clears throat> i guess i didn't see it as as uh hollow i know you used this word in your review yeah yeah so it's probably mm. not hollow in, for me but it's it's lacking that uh, the characters i think are, and it's not again we'll get to it i think should we jump into the whole dune verse let's 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 the, do that let's do that yeah the novel and all which i'm going to again hand it over to hemant and uh, amartya because they've uh, amartya's read half the novel and uh, hemant's read the whole novel and sanjeet and me are uh, amateurs here Zero. so uh yeah, on to you guys cuz i want to discuss uh, some yeah. of the sort of unfilmability of the novel right cuz you guys yeah. have uh, i mean a lot of the directors have themselves said how unfilmable the mm-hmm. the novel itself is so yeah, yeah. Okay. go ahead guys okay, your who's floor going first? who's going first i think amartya should go first yep cool so uh here's the thing first of all the Hemant will agree with me on this. I think the unfilmable, the adaptation part, kind of sells the mystique of the novel. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, I it think. It does. I think it is. I think it is too much of a hampering even for the novel itself. That oh my god, the novel is unfilmable. I don't think mm. anything is that unfilmable. It takes. Yeah, time. it's it's more of a lack of vision, or it's yeah, yeah. not and letting go of the few things that are there in the book. Yeah, mm. and of course also money. money is a big factor yeah, yeah. yes so, uh the book itself book basically takes place in 10191 hemon if you want you can correct me uh honestly i don't yeah I, sure <laughs> yes yeah 10000 <laughs> 10191 and what yes. hemon is saying i'm still remembering that technology has more or less been regressed down a bit uh yes. people are now moving towards the more medieval age because you have to remember that herbert wrote this in the 60s so his yes. vision of the future is very much influenced by his present mm. so his and vision the past. Of, and the past mm. as well mm. yeah. but but dune's story is definitely very much rooted in the present because mm. here's the yes. thing you're talking about a story about an imperium the imperium yes. is a coalition of planets i think ruled by an em- emperor emperor padmasambhava yes. not planets uh, uh galaxies yeah. yeah exactly galaxies so it's yeah. ruled by emperor padishah the fourth that's his name if i remember yes right. yes that's yeah. the can i can i the, the, that's no person in this new dune right no 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 he will be in the no. second half oh, yeah He'll yes. be the Snoke, See, the new Snoke in like that. He, he was in, he was yes, in the, yes, he's a he was, he's he was a in the Lynch yeah. version. He was in the Lynch version. In, yes, yeah. yes, he's the one who's like uh, in the beginning with the yeah, yeah, exactly. black coat and all that. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Exactly. He was in the Lynch. And that's that's a direct adaptation of uh, the I think the fifth chapter where okay. uh, like you have all these like basically the whole uh, setup of the book is you know about the betrayal like way beforehand. 
and exactly. uh, you you are basically in the only difference with, uh, between uh, between the movie and the books like the first half of the book and the movie actually it's like two thirds of the book and three hundred three hundred page of a five hundred page novel that's literally yeah it. yeah that's yeah and and he's uh, so he's uh, flipped around a few things where. Uh, you don't know uh, the backstory of uh, Doctor Yoon, and he, uh, the you don't uh, also you don't know about of course the emperor in Lynch's Dune. He gave you everything. He gave you everything from the beginning, <clears throat> but he made it more about uh, Paul's Paul's perspective mm-hmm. rather than uh, rather than everyone else around him. In this, we're getting uh, Jessica's perspective. We're getting Leto's perspective. We're even mm. getting a bit of Duncan Idaho's perspective, which actually I like. Uh, mm-hmm. I wish they'd shown more of his uh, or history because they show Aquaman. that in the book. Space Aquaman. <laughs> yes, Space Aquaman. <laughs> yes. Oh, DC stands over here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think, uh, yeah, yeah. go on, Namacha. Yeah, so the reason why I said that Spice is spoiled is because Spice is used for interstellar travel. Yes. So the, it is one of the most important resources in existence, and yes. interestingly, it's only available on a desert planet. So yes. the oil allegory cannot be any more simple. Yes. Okay, so this is a fight about oil, and yes, it's also a fight about minorities. The fact yes. that the Fremen are supposed to be the minorities, and how people are looking at them as the minorities. The yes. the entire class system, the entire emperors, the entire all of the houses, they think the Fremen are small in numbers, which they aren't. <laughs> yes. Yeah, which they are. So, yeah, yeah, it is also a tapping into a lot of the. I mean, presently, uh, a lot of the. I mean, you had Fremen praying to uh, Paul through gates in almost mm-hmm. what looks like burkas. Mm-hmm. The Muslim so, element, like, the Muslim, the Muslim mm-hmm, yeah. nature of that entire. This yeah. movie, this movie is also interesting that people always try to criticize white people about this. But think about this for a minute. This is a white author who is mm. trying to show that the religion in Dune in the future will be predominantly Muslim mm, in a yes. planet. Predominantly mm. Muslim in a planet. There mm. are lots of things from the etymology. To the to the talkings, to the yes. behavior, which are very, 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 very religious, hmm. yes. which is interesting. Can I ask a question? Sorry, how yeah. does the how does the book reveal all this though? Like, what is the technique? Or I mean, what is the you know in in the film? There's very you have to create a visual language, right, to to do mm-hmm. all this. So, like mm-hmm. in the book, is this like described by like this narrator, like the third person narrator who's like basically talking about all this, or is it how how like do do, do you get to know about this world more and more through character interactions? Yeah, this is more of uh, like oh, this is more of your. Regular exposition type. Regular yeah, exposition you're, type. Got it. Yeah, got you're, you just get someone who says something in a very weird way, and then you get the explanation yeah. from the author saying that, yeah, they talk in this weird way because they yeah, all believe yeah. uh, they yeah. all believe that there's a messiah. Yeah, etc. Yeah, okay. but yeah, but Herbert 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 describes it so well sometimes mm. that you know yes. it's very easy to imagine what the hell is happening because he's so good at that. The, yeah. 
I distinctly remember when I was reading Dune, I got chills when it came to that sequence. You know, the fact that he's Leto is telling the refugees to come inside. The ship is raising up, and then he sees the worm. Then yes. he sees the worm. That entire sequence is chilling when you are reading it because he yes. captures that scene so well. Yes. Your imagination, yeah. your imagination is boosted by his writing. It's that. Mm, yes. So that's the thing. But yeah, it's very regular exposition that it has huge flaws. I am telling you right now, Dune has huge flaws. It's mm, yes. Massive. There is a literal glossary there. You have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, lit- I literally saw an article uh, saying that firstly it was like whatever Lynch's Dune is better than uh, this Dune, which I mean, we agree entirely. That. But okay. okay. Uh, ah, yeah, and okay, then they yeah. were like a glossary New for no, no, no. That that was different. New Yorker is a trolling. Okay. He's trolling me. Uh, but uh, <laughs> no, no. This uh, there was a glossary for Lynch's Dune, like a whole glossary. They were like, this is all you need to know before watching. David Lynch's Dune. Like, yeah, because it's in the book. The glossary, there is a huge okay. glossary in the book. Okay. It's it's mortifying. It's mortifying, and it's also you know, applause worthy. I don't think there is any writer besides Tolkien who has that done that much of research mm. into a fictional yes. world. So, you know, yeah. Kudos to that. Yeah. Kudos to that. I mean, I mean, Tolkien is probably better one. Let's let's okay. not let's <laughs> bring that over. <laughs> <laughs> Undoubtedly, Tolkien is better. Okay. Right. okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, this guy t- took it a bit more seriously, uh, and he very, 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 very want, very much wanted to like uh, make it more political. It was definitely political when it came out. It still is political. It still it's is not, extremely uh, political. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, the thing is, uh, the difference between these two authors is one author. Hates allegory, which is Tolkien, and yeah. Herbert loves allegory. Herbert loves he, allegory. <laughs> he he has he has a total belief that everything is going to stay the same. Minorities are still going to get oppressed. He's very much in the school of thought of uh, Brave New World rather than uh, what's the 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 Big Brother? What's that one man like? Uh, Roger Deakins also. 1984. Uh, yeah, I don't know why I was thinking about Roger Deakins, <laughs> but he for, he he did photograph the the that movie. But yeah, 1984. Because in 1984, it's more of oppression and you can get out of it. In a brave mm-hmm. new world, it's more of uh, oppression and you got yourself into it. So basically, basically brave it's new world, this, brave this, new world by Huxley. Huxley yeah, Aldous Huxley. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he, it's more it's of a book uh, podcast. Yeah, I know. Man. Let's do that. Yeah. No, no, no. It's fine. That's Sanjeet, and we can <laughs> literally kick out of the conversation. No, no. I am already. I am already. Yeah, no, no. We are. So, we can get out so, of the book. So, the, yeah. The point was that um, in this book, in uh, the book itself, is more about uh, is more about the cyclical nature of uh, of history mm-hmm. and of how uh, how it's gonna keep going on t- the same way till uh, the. 11th first uh, century very, yeah, let's go back to so, but, but, but can I, yeah. yeah can I, uh, last question about the book and then we can move on to the film right yeah yeah cool uh, so what is the end okay this will be a spoiler never mind Huge what's spoiler. the no, 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 let's, let's, let's get into spoilers now i think we uh, yeah i think now that's kind of i don't think so there is there's something like a spoiler in this film i think because i think um, it's I don't know if if, if there's something spoiling. We just said betrayal, going to, man. Okay, we if we are going to betrayal. talk about. Okay, if we are going to talk about the book, there is another thing I would like to point out. Yeah. Uh, the chosen one narrative, the yes. hero's journey. Yep. Uh, yeah. Joseph Campbell. Joseph Campbell. 
So yeah. the hero's journey is a concept I have seen done to death, and yeah, yeah. at this yeah. point, at this point, honestly speaking, to anybody who is saying that Dune kind of subverts the hero's journey, I don't exactly know how it does that. I think it doubles down. It right? doubles down. Yeah. yeah, it doubles down. Yeah. She's the last R is basically yeah. that only. Like it's it's completely doubling down on the fact that my they want to show the hero's journey. Yeah, yeah, my mind directly went to the Green Knight, which I you know I have problems with. But like yes. I was like that yeah. is doing something on another level in terms of like yeah, subversion yeah. and all that. Yeah, Even Blade Runner twenty forty nine does a subversion really well. Like the yep. hero's arc yeah. is like accepting that he's spoilers for Not Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Came uh, out on twenty seventeen. Yeah, yeah, but like, still, some <laughs> some listeners are young enough to like. I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway, watch more movies. Yeah, never mind. Watch more movies. Watch more movies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, go watch Squid Squid Game. Get out of here. <laughs> Please don't watch that. Please don't. That's that's some I, no, disdain no, for our listeners. Yeah, yeah, disdain for listeners. Come on, guys. <laughs> No, no. I'm saying that even Blade Runner 2049 did the whole subversion really well, right? Because it was yeah, a, exactly, uh, exactly. the protagonist realizing that he's nothing. <laughs> like I yeah. mean, but, but I think so. I think so. Villeneuve was pretty uh, aware of the fact what he's trying to do in this film. Like he's yeah, yeah, purposefully he, building up to the fact that he wants uh, a character like a coming of age kind of a character walking around, not knowing where he actually stands, where his father is actually very protective of him. and he himself is actually confident about the fact that he knows he can you know be a part of the war or whatever uh, you know my my on, my only thing with that is that you know we've already talked about how that's a proper template right so then mm-hmm. doesn't that put like an even bigger burden i mean i guess he's also catering to a lot of new viewers right like exactly. people who yeah. haven't read yes. dune and like who haven't like seen the yeah. other dunes which is i think where the plot actually sort of matters But like you know, pe- people who've read it, like that's why I was asking him, and like it worked for him despite knowing the plot. So he was completely into the director, directorial, or whatever visual things that mm. Villeneuve was doing, right? So I think yes. my yeah my bigger question was just to do with is this story now worth? I mean, even the subversion will become a trend. Like till when will you like have the protagonist the realize? Like the subversion of the hero's arc yeah, become yeah, a subversion, trend. Subversion, subversion has already become a trend. Exactly. So it's like, yeah. Then, then what will you do? Like, wo- subvert the subversion and like go back to the I normal. Mean, <laughs> like, do you know what postmodernism, right? You know what yeah, postmodernism yeah, yeah. is. Yeah. Like, you know that the like become, we are basically we are reaching we are reaching right now books were like way up high. Okay, they have already yeah. gone through this entire cycle of growth of yeah. how the art form goes. Yeah. And now there's someone who like. take completely take the art form and turn it on its head yeah yeah and we have seen that with like people who work with time because editing is the only thing that defies that defies uh, art film theory you're just painting and film right <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. so yeah now it's a film theory podcast <laughs> so <laughs> film so basically mm-hmm. what we are looking at with the story uh, the story arc here is that either he's going to go there two ways he can either he's going to go completely off kilter go marvel uh, take the uh, source material and like completely change the story make it dissolve because mm, I, i don't, don't think there's going to be there's going to be i don't think there's going to be a right no there will be no one there will be it's a trilogy he's going to make doom messiah he's going to you know he's he's going to make uh, doom messiah is a smaller book than dune 1 actually yeah no he's going to make dune 1 dune 1 and 2 is basically an adaptation of the first book i think he's going of, to make doom messiah 
you know he is know that yet there's some I, sisterhood thing right there's some yeah. sisterhood thing your net or like a series yeah, okay. so so okay yeah 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 have that's i touched to know no no yeah that's a, no there are two books which are not part of the timeline that uh, that go on the yeah, i've only read the first three i've not i've not i don't go into all that i've wikipedia everything the, else i've ordered the paperback again it's supposed to fuck man don't do that let's not do that <laughs> <laughs> don't waste like live your like you there'll be a dune podcast <laughs> it seems like there's so much material okay. to cover on like dune okay, so, okay the thing is once you establish some, something like this you have a lot a lot more stories that you can make up from this yeah. the yeah, thing yeah, is yeah, right now the story the arc the first the first book is a self contained story mm-hmm. there are pro, there is promise of something but in dune messiah it's not completely uh, uh, it's basically sustaining what the story has already established Good. that's the second book mm-hmm. it is not something anything new or very big uh, story arc and everything like that i yeah. think they're going to fast track everything uh, all of that to him because because the story ends on him uh, spoilers everywhere no just saying yeah okay let's yeah let the yeah. story ends on okay let's now complete spoiler territory he yeah and then and, spoiler and for then, the supposed second part as well so this okay. are we are yeah. <laughs> we are just speculation now we are just yeah. speculating okay huh. so uh, we uh, this guy just says that i want to uh, stake my claim to the throne yeah. okay mm-hmm. that yeah. that's a whole in the end now it has become a proper kingdom war like age of empires we are gone into that now. game of thrones okay, game, game of thrones game, yeah. iron throne literally yeah point. yeah now it is basically how do you now take this format and now mm. push it forward mm-hmm. because the, he can now if it's self contained in these two parts he can be a completely different story what he has told you till now is a promise of what is to come oh you go ryan johnson got, way you want him to go yeah. around oh dear lord yes i do i do honestly <laughs> i don't want him to why did why did we already get the information of her being pregnant in the first movie mm-hmm. like it was there in the book there is a lot more information that's there in the book amartya yeah of, of her being pregnant of like of, uh, of yeah, either yeah. he it's now the the whole thing in the book is that it's either paul or it's the baby yeah yeah who is who is it going to be or it's time that's that's i that's think that's the route that's they're going to go actually oh yeah uh, the amount of attention yeah. they give fucking zindaya in the movie <laughs> man <laughs> thing is i wish i wish actually i like the moment where it's all in the dream all in the dream all in visions all when she actually comes and she's just like complete she's just uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah so so it uh, it doesn't really end up the way he imagined it and it's just mm. good mm. so either we can have the two people protecting the baby basically make it a family uh, a family Drama. narrative yeah and uh, or, or make it the the feminine narrative which yeah. is what i'm reading from the music at least because of mm. all the uh, mm. the voices and how they have built this whole thing around him being him being corrupted by the uh, ways of of men and mm. the deeds of men uh and being because his own feminine side which is uh, comes to the benny jesseret and him mm-hmm. embracing that mm-hmm. and protecting that legacy mm-hmm. so oh, it's interesting the sounds honestly and, now i'm interested in part 2 if you if you look at just the writing hey, even i am interested in part 2 i am even interested no, in we both two. are i mean we yeah. are not like we don't hate the movie or anything i mean both of us have like great it's admiration really, for denny villeneuve yeah it's <laughs> it's not just the the and also the writer is uh, 
uh, Danny Villeneuve and who else? John There's Spates. two more. John Spates. And Eric Spates. Roth. Yeah. Eric Roth, yeah. yeah. Eric Roth wrote this. Eric I mean, Roth co-wrote, wrote, yeah. yeah. Co-wrote, yeah. yeah. What did Eric okay. Roth write otherwise? I think he's I written have... the Scorsese, I think. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, I don't know which movie it was. I think it was. Uh, I, I I'll go. Okay. Uh, I go banter. Banter now. Banter. Oh, yo, banter. No, no, wait, wait. Now let's <laughs> let, let's let, let, now. I think let's just properly segue into like the Dune. Let's. Go I to mean, Lynch Dune for a minute. Yeah, let's just yes. go to Lynch first, and then very briefly, and then let's move on to like completely sort of spoilery breakdown of uh, of Dune, yeah. Denny Villeneuve version. Oh, okay, so okay, so Lynch is Dune. If you are going to do a very yeah. brief thing about Lynch's Dune, Lynch's Dune is a movie with a studio mandated to death. Mm-hmm. David Lynch hates the movie to no end. Uh, I agree. I'm also, with him. Yeah. Also, which movie? Which movie did he say no to? Oh boy, Star Wars, right? Star Wars. Star Wars. Return yeah. of the Jedi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Return of the Good Jedi. on him. He made Blue Velvet. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So Lynch's Dune is first of all, it's very weird. <laughs> People who like yeah. weird, please watch the movie. I don't think I've yes. seen Gil Navigators being shown as giant caterpillars ever before. So <laughs> just go with me on this. Yeah. <laughs> so Lynch's Dune is weird, but what is even more frustrating about that movie is that the second half of Lynch's Dune is the one I was most interested in because that because I wanted to see where Hidden might go next. Hmm. But he races to that second half to such an extent that I'm like, wow. So, mm-hmm. absolutely not possible. So, mm-hmm. you are mm-hmm. jumping through time at this point. You are jumping through time. You are showing Sean Sp- Young. Spoiler and- for the second part. No, no. And then you told me you have to spoilers here, pure. Okay, no. The spoiler yeah. part. Jumping through time when he said that, I was like, no, no. I'm, I'm jumping. Uh, I'm saying that Lynch's dude mm-hmm. jumps through, you know, narrative yeah, yeah. and everything to get to the point. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like a, yeah. it's like the biopic formula nowadays in yeah, Bollywood, which is like a list yeah, of, exactly. you know, you tick. Uh, uh, whatever ticking everything. Uh, okay, okay. So I've introduced Chani. The next scene, Chani is going to kiss Paul. The next scene, they are going to have yeah, sex. Yeah. Next scene, blah 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 blah. Yeah. yeah. So it's like yeah. it's like he's racing through that. So Lynch's dude, mm-hmm. if you want to see it, see it for the Harkonnens, who are basically you know eighties public service announcement about AIDS and homophobia. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's about that. Also see it for the you know drug addled visuals which Paul has. That is the only mm-hmm. time I can actually see Lynch in that movie. Yeah. So, other than that, it is uh, David David Lynch's Dune is an oddity which I actually like. But you know, if you want, you can skip yeah. it. And yeah, please skip it from from my. <laughs> I mean, both. Actually, both I the... think it's an education on on film history. Uh, if you ever wanna, if it's yeah, exactly. it's a really education on on how things were like at that time. Sci-fi was looked at in a very horror sense. Because mm-hmm. of the movies that used to come out at that time, based on yep. space, mm-hmm. so you got this is a the body thing. horror movie. Exactly, it is the thing, it is Brazil it's a body horror movie. Harkonnen is fucking body horror itself. Harkonnen, yeah. Harkonnen's are uh, Harkonnen's are the best part of that film for me also. Exactly. Which even, oh, yeah. I, I even liked it in this film actually. Oh, are we different? I'm not too. <laughs> I'm actually. I I can start getting nitpicky. The thing is, I I don't complete. I I like. I love the experience I had. It's it's yeah. more the feeling that I took away from it, but I can get nitpicky about it. Like mm. I, I uh-huh. like Selan Sarsgaard has like a such a like in the book they uh, they just like there is a whole chapter on how uh, this guy um, 
Baron Vladimir Harkonnen. Yeah, Baron. The Baron uh, like just survives the the poisoning. Oh yeah. Like you, you There's understand why? Oh, by because the way, that's a spoiler for the second part. He's going to come back. Oh yeah, yeah because yeah. he's he's there, he's there in, there in the first this part itself. Yeah, yeah, he's levitated and like just no, 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 sitting. No, no, no. The, the last scene, yeah. the last scene when Oscar Isaac's character Vito uh, presses the tooth. Yeah. Everybody gets poisoned, including the Baron. So the question is whether the Baron will. No, 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 there no, is no, a there's short. There's a scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There is no, a short after scene that. Where the Baron the, uh, at the ceiling. Yeah. His his in cousin. The ceiling, yeah. 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 Sorry, his nephew like comes in. Batista comes in and talks to him. Yeah, but Tista sounded like some like WWE crossovers happening at the same oh, yeah. time. <laughs> I actually love Batista in this movie. He had I such did, yeah. great, great timing of how he was moving his face, like <laughs> yeah. even his walk. Yeah, yeah. So we walk. are we are dovetailing di- directly into Dune, right? The Denis Villeneuve one. Because... Don't you want to shit on uh, Dune, Doctor? Who me the Lynch, Denny, Lynch. Uh, the Lynch one? Uh, I mean, what's me there too. to say, man? Me it's too. just, it's just, uh, it's. I was sad, honestly, after a point. It was just like feeling bad for Lynch because it, it was so uh, clearly compromised in some senses, mm-hmm. uh, and you can see his vision in it, which is, okay. I think, why I don't think he can disown it. Also, which is even worse. Like, <laughs> he can't because it's because nobody yeah. else can make that movie. The, the dream sequences have such Lynchian imagery. I was just like. No one will do that baby popping out of the womb like that in a PG thirteen Dune movie. Like that's like Eraser head stuff. Eraser head stuff. I would love to be thirteen years old back then. It'd be so great. (laughs) (laughs) Just fuck me up. Talk all that imagery. Talk all that imagery. It's like remember that entire gom jabat sequence and all his putting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember Lynch's imagery. The hand is burning. The hand is becoming like. Yeah, yeah, like for a for a blockbuster thing, I was like, who who allowed that to pass through? Like the uh, or go go uncut. Like those elements are still there. I have to say, the worst thing I've ever seen in 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 a movie is inner monologues, and there is so many of them in this film. People literally tell you what they are thinking and feeling that at every a, second oh, in the film. And my head was I was also feeling bad for Kyle MacLachlan because I was like. I really yeah. love him and Twin Peaks uh, and everything. So I'm I was like, "What? What are you doing?" Point. He's I'm like sweating that. a lot throughout the film. I was like, "What is this?" Like, and uh, <laughs> I was just like feeling bad for him. That's that's I'm going it. To say the biggest hot take here. Biggest hot. Take. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. We'll jump directly to Dune now because that's yeah. uh, linking to it. I know. Yeah, this. that is the biggest hot take here. Uh, yeah. I actually like Nicholas Paul more than Shalamis. <laughs> but Shalamis, you've not explored yet, no. No, no. Oh, it's barely explored in that one also. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. you can you're able to judge kya? Utne mein bhi utna hi hota hai, sir. Like in the Purana Dune, it's like a character list of things he goes through. There's no no introspection. There is nothing. No, no, I'm just asking in a sense since it, this is not like a complete story. Do you think your sense of judgment would be at your best my if you're, if you're judgment, not looking at, at the whole story? My in, in a of, sense. Yeah, my sense of judgment about Timothy Chalamet's fall can only be thought if I can actually think that you know he can he's able to emote. Ouch. Hmm. Say Timothy Chalamet fans. I I mean I didn't mind him that much. So no, he uh, he was. <laughs> I liked him. Uh, 
the briefing Vidanyu gave him was okay. You have got dark hair, you have got long hair, you have got black hair. Be the emo kid from My Chemical Romance and don't emote at all. <laughs> he is a blank slate, but he becomes someone who can have expression. That was the character arc. Blank slate. Old <laughs> blank slate is blank slate. I can understand blank slate. It's like a video game. A video game protagonist is also blank blank slate. I am not in a video game. I'm but he is he is very video gamey in that like he has a bland character like I think in both versions and then he like becomes I mean I think McLachlan remains bland but that's more also because there's nothing like the film McLachlan, goes in yeah that there's way. no direction to him yeah. to feel something yeah, it yeah. wasn't really based on how he was uh, portraying the story rather he was just trying to tell the story as fast as possible it was more like a yeah. Nolan movie. In, like, in Lynch's one, rather than it was that it was now. Like, is now. that a Nolan dig? Of course it is. Yeah, it's a diss, okay. man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. No, it's like Paul. It's like Paul. No, my issue is that if you are going to show Paul as the reluctant, you know, hero of the journey, hero of the hero's mm-hmm. journey, because that's what you are doing. That's the only subversion you are doing. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. If you are, and that's the show, only arc in the film. That's, that's the it. Only, that's the only arc in the film. If you're going to show Paul as the reluctant hero of the hero's journey, yeah, give me something. Who would you have preferred as the lead? Give me, oh, give yeah. me some doubt. Give me some doubt. Give me some doubt on his, you know, talking. Give me some doubt on his face. All he's doing is monotoning. <laughs> All he's doing is monotoning. Who would you have preferred yeah. as the lead? I mean, I'm just throwing it, putting you in the spotlight and asking you. That's it. I don't think. I don't think. Honest to God, I don't think my opinion matters to Hollywood because Hollywood is just. No, no, of course. Yeah, yeah, so but like, like I'm just spitballing. Yes, like do whatever. Like no, uh, as a, comes as a, up the what topic. If, yeah. Like what? What? what if? Who would you? I, I'd say I yeah. just throw it out there. Paul Dano. Okay. I don't mind my Paul Dano uh, being Paul Dano. Paul Atreides. Hot okay. pick. That's because of the name. <laughs> because yeah. of the name, yeah. No, I can't know. Like, my, what about Lucas like Hedges? By, uh, Those are the two Oscar picks you guys have, right? Uh, either Timothy Chalamet or Lucas Hedges. Oh, Hedges. Oscar yeah. people love the shit. Oscar people yeah. love that shit. What about Jonah Hill from Seventeen Years Back? I don't, I don't find uh, Lucas Hedges <laughs> as good as I find Tim- Timothy Chalamet. That's the two fan clubs, right? The yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, my my thing is, if Paul Atreides is supposed to be the protagonist and the entire thing the movie revolves around, I need. Hmm. I need a tad bit more. This is me. This is my oh. opinion. I need a tad bit more. Oscar I, Isaac could shave and just become Paul, and like they could de-age. Seventeen, him, seventeen years back. He's <laughs> so he's he's wasted so much in this film. I really felt bad think, for I, him. I, I and then you'll see him writing in his room alone in his journal. Yeah. Yes. I don't think. I don't <laughs> yes. think. Yes. About his inner people. thoughts. I don't. All Trader directs Dune three. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't anyway. know, women are going to agree with you on that because <laughs> no, I mean, the fact that Oscar Isaac was <laughs> naked in that room. So they were horny first time. I actually liked, uh, I liked the casting that they had done. It's just that the screen time that they can give other people, mm-hmm. all the people that they want, mm-hmm. the way they yeah. shifted around the story of like having the them anticipate the betrayal and... Uh, us knowing mm. that it's gonna happen, okay, fine, it's gonna happen. I was unaware, so that was a good surprise for me in a sense. And that whole sequence was fantastic, though. Which I betrayal? Mean, yeah, the Doctor yeah. Yun. Yeah. No, no, the whole sequence where it begins at the at night, no. The, the attack, attack sequence. The, the attack sequence. 
that's where they all they go into the tent ஆல்மோஸ்ட் Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like I, I was talking about all the sound. I mean, all the like uh, the micro moments that they create, right? Like, yeah, remember yeah. when they they had those uh, the the beginning of the, the butterfly the, type of dragonfly, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah it flapping. Yeah. Uh, that this that simple thing, just the way they showed the entire uh, like yeah. the armada coming in. and him look just looking up and seeing a giant dick in the sky and uh, <laughs> shooting uh, shooting uh, spaceships towards the planet that yeah. was like mm-hmm. enough for me to like oh my god I, i'm in i'm in the movie but aren't those moments like really t- i know they make a movie we always say that moments make a movie but yeah, that's yeah. like to me at least when you guys are describing that like that feels so specific that i'm like how can that uh yes, capture you throughout sorry yes, go ahead amit yeah. no, no, i mean it's it's all enhancing your experience yeah, yeah. no mm-hmm. okay. i mean i mean experience is part of your whole of course thing, of course right? I agree, as well. I agree. so i mean yeah. even like the smallest of the smallest element could just add up to whatever you know i i, I get whatever your you biases also lie I mean, no, no i understand totally sorry yes, 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 my, yeah my bias is mostly towards like how they're showing uh, like the machines the engineering of everything how they're showing hmm. it being tangible i yeah. love the way they design every single de- the design of every single vehicle building clothing is mm. just incredibly impeccable mm. it yeah. it doesn't it doesn't uh, it doesn't take you out of the movie in any bit every yeah. single piece of the technology is very believable it it just mm. makes you it really immerses you in the world like i was just looking at like how they i don't want to know how they did it like mm. i i can figure out mm-hmm. but i just want like i, I want to know the thought process of going into it mm-hmm. also by the way uh, the whole leg, uh, the whole thing of like them looking at the past from before yeah all of the writing that uh, that is all based off of hebrew ha ha okay so, so so they so it's very much like the whole hebrew culture of like looking at history and everything like that mm-hmm. okay, okay 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 so here's my yeah. point what i was trying mm-hmm. to say wasn't about that action sequence Uh, mm-hmm. what i was trying to say was the fact that you know oscar isaac's character being killed by mm. dr uel lito being lito being stabbed it was stabbed, mm-hmm. right? yeah okay so here's my thing i thought that that sequence my problem was and i think hemant can help me with this i don't think the politics were sufficiently explored mm-hmm. yeah yeah that i agree yeah I don't think okay. the politics were sufficiently explored, and my biggest problem was the amount of time they chose to, you know, show Paul and show Paul and Jessica walking through the desert, doing the comfort dance or whatever. Okay, mm. 
all of the things they look great visually but for mm. me most of them were dead dead air mm. because every time i'm thinking every time i'm thinking okay so they are walking okay so they are going through this okay so they are going to that you have already got a 2 hour and 20 minute run time specification from the studio is it too mm. much to ask for a 10 minute extension and just put some meaningful conversations or meaningful politics inside mm. because mm. because hemant will agree i think there is a party chapter right hemant yep so oh, there's so much exposition that they skipped over on uh, like literally the first 10 chapters are so dense with the politics everything yes. is just about but i it. love that but i love those that's my mm-hmm. whole point mm-hmm. if a person if a person who has grown up with watching game of thrones okay mm-hmm. i i am not i'm never going to agree with anybody that a person who has grown up watching game of thrones is going to find political exposition not interesting if done right they yeah. can be very interesting but here's what i think i think hmm. villeneuve purposefully dialed down that whole politics angle that's what i feel hmm. i mean i'm not trying yeah. to defend him but i think he hmm. he was dialing down a lot of things just because he didn't want to give in to all those glorification of politics or whatever happens in a certain epic sense of what no, let's but... say game of thrones or any other films that are based in a nature like this. because this film if you just look at the bare bones of the story without if you strip down all the details and whatever it's just the plot points it's a basic story right you can see that even bahubali has the same story if you have to look at it right i mean it's it's just the details if you if you add to that it just builds the whole lore i think he just didn't want to give in to the the basicness of whatever happens in a in a certain story like this but, and this is just what i think i can be completely yeah. wrong about it yeah, yeah but and i've not read the book so so i have no idea or, or context about what really happens yeah yeah but my point is i am glad that he you know try to dial it down he try to make it accessible and i'm always going hmm. to give billenu credit you hmm. made dude accessible to new fans man hmm. people have tried to do it for 20 37 years people have tried to do it for a very long time yeah, yeah. development hell and everything yeah so yeah. so yeah. you have you have made doom accessible to new fans but my point is in an age where you know 2021 has appeared we have gone through game of thrones we have gone through veep we have gone through house of cards hmm. you are making a world the politics of that world is also part of the world hmm. the conversations of that world is also part of the world and hmm. if you are going to make an allegorical science fiction where spice which is basically oil mm-hmm. if you're going to make allegories about that i would love to see the politics of it because it's important mm-hmm. and because it's mm-hmm. dune dune is about that dune yeah is so it's it, about the hero's journey it's it, about it's, a lot of things it's the classic mm-hmm. thing where you have to make like something accessible to a bigger audience and you exactly. lose some specificity out of it so yeah, yeah, like yeah. my my problem was that and i know this sounds like a harsh criticism but like mm-hmm. the there was a sense of video game cut scenes to some of the scenes which oh, is okay i don't agree with that <laughs> yeah i think uh, i think some scenes feel like that where it's like video mm. game cut scene dialogue and i mean it's Are a walking talk metal scene. gear solid or god of war uh, no god of war. worse god of war <laughs> worse worse uh, but but then the, the, in, in sorry, comparison yeah. to i think uh, we've spoken about this before as well hmm. you had sort of like a similar issue with tenet also where it was like a walk and talk exposition and then you had that whatever action yeah. sequence and then it's walk and talk exposition and then it, do you think it was similar and are these directors like nolan villeneuve giving into the experience and all of these are just conveniences 
to serve the whole experiencing over over let's say a good story or good yeah. storytelling i mean dune i like more than tenet but i would say in tenet or inception or other films huh. which nolan makes a lot hmm. of times the exposition is needed hmm. i mean in dune it's needed but in in, in tenet and all those they feel more part of the world because they are very mechanical in construction right okay. there is a lot of like time travel and all that if yeah, yeah. i mean i'm sure nolan understands it all but like i don't so mm-hmm. i need it i need it to like guide me through some things mm-hmm. I, i just think um yeah lo- i i mean the exposition thing is a very like i'm specifically allergic to it also so like that's a very me thing i i i get very turned off by it there is a certain and, bias also that is involved in your in your ha huh, like i am not if someone starts talking about what this is and what that is without and and i just get like just roll through it quicker like but all, i like, think all of these directors are also doing it purposefully not just like i i think there are other no, filmmakers as well uh, yeah. which which they, i think they they are sort of in a certain zone where they are also trying to figure out ki how much information are we giving out in in a certain yes. yeah yeah, yeah. i i think yeah. I mean, so they need better dialogue writers rather than like better screenplay writers. Yeah, better screenplay writers. Is it? I I think I think the dialogue wasn't an issue. The dialogue was actually great. I I actually felt very moved in that conversation of him uh, of Paul and Leto in uh, that one in, scene was good. I thought between yeah both near the graveside, yeah, like the graveyard. Yeah. because yeah. that like that was such a power i i, I felt powerful like in the theater like, yeah. i didn't feel like it was a, a spectacle anymore i felt like yeah, it was yeah. personal yeah, yeah that yeah. is when i was sold the thing is that yeah. with this much economy that they're trying to create with this much like dense material yeah if you make it about the characters he stuck with the characters he yeah. totally gave up on the politics he didn't try to do other things when it was not really that important mm-hmm. yeah. it's not that he's trying to serve that one area of the politics he is trying mm-hmm. to look at what the politics is doing to people mm-hmm. that was his point i think and i think making it about the politics would become something external right and it will create even more work of exposition it will create even more work of oh where do we fit this where do we fit no, that no, no, no. Yeah, i exactly exactly yeah to too many things i totally acknowledge i mean i saw the lynch tune before this right so i mean to me this was like music because it was basically like uh, no one was speaking in comparison to that thing so i was like okay thank god like that's a relaxation and i was looking at an interview where i think he told this was the kermode in uh, kermode yeah simon simon mayo interview but uh-huh. he told them that they were using um, hans zimmer's music as exposition like that was their exposition method yes mm-hmm. like okay. that was the thing they used to drive a lot of the things through without making it feel mechanical which i get like i i, I thought hmm. sometimes it worked quite well but uh but yeah i i just think yeah it's maybe my problem honestly it's- maybe i am the <laughs> i i not i am the problem but like i think my problem is with like exposition and i mean okay when you watch arrival you react arrival right yeah yeah i loved, loved it. it did you like loved the it. scene where there's like here is this and this lady she's right now trying to work really hard to create the uh, code of uh, of uh, like a i don't know she's trying to make a codex of all the language that the aliens were speaking to uh, her and yeah. that might have been uh, that might have been a moment though in arrival like it wasn't like long moments of people talking to each other and all that like i think that film is much more stripped down from what i remember but of course okay. its focus is also much more stripped down in that sense right yeah it is only yeah. basically about one person aliens, exactly 
yeah yeah so i'm sure there were moments in that which are slightly clunky i need to rewatch it uh, but blade runner 2049 had these moments did it i don't remember many from don't whatever he had a lot of the same villain of uh, villain of has this thing of like uh, he'll tell you oh they're talking oh man uh, what about that sky ferret oh, i don't know the sky ferret we don't know what happened after the sky ferret and they'll just talk mm, about that you'll be like yeah. man that sky ferret must be important thing like uh, yeah, okay. yeah, i get it i get it yeah, yeah. Is, you repeated enough repetition that just legitimizes mm. Uh, Star Trek 2009. Everybody mm. has seen that movie. Into Darkness. Yep. No, no, the first one. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm. Everybody has seen that movie. Uh, which one? Yeah. Which one? Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. JJ yeah, yeah, Star yeah. Trek. Okay, so Dhruv, uh, you were saying exposition. You have an allergy to. I'll mm. give you an example of very clever exposition done right. Uh, mm. When Kirk is brought mm. into the Enterprise because Bones is because he has an allergy. Hmm. Okay, he gets a vision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He gets a vision about a Romulan spaceship attack. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so then he has to go confirm it with Uhura. He has to go and confront it with Captain and everything. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> If you remember, that's a shitload dump of exposition. Okay. Mm-hmm. What is the Romulan ship? How it is coming here and everything? Do you remember how yeah. that exposition was delivered? He's running, completely running. He's running. Bones is running behind him. trying mm. to cure his allergy he's trying mm. to talk with uhura all the yep. time all the time the music is playing mm. the mm. exposition is going on but it's going on in such a way that you are invested in it entirely movement and talking JJ like really jj abrams singh no yeah it's no but that's the thing jj abrams forgot that entire part in his later movies <laughs> he forgot that entire point <laughs> i disagree <laughs> i mean which which part force awakens I really like Force Awakens. So. I really, really like Force Awakens. Rise of Skywalker. Let's not. Oh, that is oh, okay. uh, dumpster fire. Dump okay, no, that break. is like you are dumpster fire. Like you are comparing yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally different experiences. No, yeah, but yeah. my point is, but my point is that's that's a very clever exposition. I am not hmm. exactly the big fan of JJ Abrams, but that's hmm. how that that's one way by which you can write a clever exposition. I mean, like I would. Spielberg used to do this a lot. He used to exactly just have people Spielberg walk and talk. Exactly what Ganti is saying. I think me and him and them discussed this uh, before as well. Like mm, how yeah. uh, Spielberg does this, this these oneers where people are just walking into and it's full chaos. It is completely yeah. exactly, exactly. And he he'll just put it in any film, and it's amazing how he does that and pulls it off in any film he'll do. Mm, he'll do it in Post. Yeah. He's done it in Ready Player One, the, the most recent Munich. ones. Munich. Munich. Bridge, Bridge of Spies is a lot of like that also. From what oh I yeah, remember. there's yeah, one shot because Coen Brothers wrote it. Yeah, yeah, Cohen Brothers wrote it. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah that's not uh, all the writing in that movie. And J.J. Abrams is everything. J.J. Abrams is literally inspired from Spielberg for that. Yeah, yeah, Spielberg. I'm not going to ding the Denis Villeneuve by comparing it to 2009 Star Trek. That's a completely different experience altogether. Yeah. My yeah. point is, my point is, exposition can be done in a lot of ways. Of course, yeah. yeah. Clever screenplay writers can. Involve exposition, politics, a lot of things. They can 
truncate it. They can customize it. They can yep. do it in a lot of ways by which you can invest the audience. Yeah. <clears throat> and also introduce parts of the world which i believe are genuinely important yeah <clears throat> i felt that dune i felt that the politics in dune are a genuine part of dune which was completely mm. not there mm. completely yeah. not there and that was that was one of my biggest problems with the book. it wasn't there and mm. yeah so i you know, think, yeah what, please, what please. my problem with dune was like i've not spoken about it but i think my my yeah, yeah, problem please. with dune was more or less like after a certain point like i loved it i was loving the movie until let's say like an hour 40 minutes something like that okay okay the last one hour after he gets out of the tent and everything right yeah and i was like i was like this film this i mean when it before it ended i was like he was clueless about where to go after this yeah oh, really I, i didn't mind the yep. last portion i i thought he was i was i was he was clueless where to end and he didn't know where to end yeah. it and then when he ended it it felt very sudden I agree really? that is what yeah. that okay. is what I felt. I agree completely. Okay. And this is That's... after loving the first hour 30 minutes like oh, absolutely she... loving the first hour yeah. 30 minutes. You didn't like when it goes all Mad Max in the storm. <laughs> I mean like when it, it goes okay. into the cloud yeah. into the clouds to the dust okay, storm whatever yeah. kilometer per hour. No but that's what i was talking about right sanjeev the fact <laughs> that the entire one hour 40 minutes after that that he was clueless my point is that You have to move Paul Atreides from point A to point B, right? <laughs> But you're clueless yeah. about that. So instead of instead of putting even more spectacle like that worm and everything, that worm looks fantastic, by the way. Oh yeah, my yeah. Point, yeah. My point is remove the worm, put in other things which are interesting. Just put in there. If you're clueless yeah. about that, you can easily put in. Something. I mean, if there is no worm, there is no audience. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> no, I like I, uh, coming back to the exposition part. Like the way they just showed the uh, the he, they gave the impressions of the worm mm-hmm. until oh yeah, those were great. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. That yeah. was masterful. Like that, the yep. way they that's how you control information. You tell something about again, like it's a like black hole, right? Like. you know mm. you don't know if it's there you don't just know the effects of it around it like you mm. uh, effects of it uh, around everything else like you are understanding how uh, the, like sandworm is seen as an enemy and then yep. in the end he sees that the sand these guys are contr- they are just riding on top of a sandworm yeah and i in fact when she got the the colleges got her uh, like both her uh, pickaxes out i was thinking like yes yeah. we finally going to see someone like she's going to have a legless <laughs> moment she's going to like <laughs> like go on top of like a, a, a huge mammoth <laughs> and like i i honestly thought that but then suddenly like and even again like if you look at uh, how he's trying to commit to what kind of movie he wants to say this wasn't a plot movie this, this wasn't was an explosion movie it was absolutely this was, this was not supposed to be something where we are give, giving you something some spicy politics spicy uh, politics to get you right <laughs> we, we we are trying to sell you a world and in a tone where yeah. you are going to be immersed into that and yeah. you'll want to come back to this world you want to it's like that movie what's that uh, hanum uh, charlie hanum movie where he goes back with tom holland where he goes back to that one ah, place in the lost city lost city of z it's that Gray. feeling that you get when you like yeah. you see that place and you want to go back to it but mm-hmm. that's what he was trying to capture and i totally was sold on the fact that i want to i want to see yeah. what everyone would who everyone yeah. i got outside there was one guy who said 
even if someone just went in without context he wouldn't understand anything in this movie <laughs> but that world was fun like <laughs> exactly my whole point so i mean the, the, he's done his job then right like cuz i i mean i mean i'm excited to go back into the world i just i have a feeling that i exactly know what the problems will continue to remain with it that i have like i i just think Then you prioritize some something else over over what you probably like. Huh, I like. Since I'm, you're aware about it, why not like prioritize your experience over anything else? Yeah, that, that's that's okay. I like. I, I see. This is the thing I was reading. So a lot of people and this Mr. Mike McCahill wrote the Guardian. Okay. He wrote like a very one paragraph thing, but he was. Hmm. I mean, his review was quite funny. He was like, he okay. Villeneuve transforms the. event film into like a manic uh, michael hanaka rigor exercise My basically God. Like, <laughs> so like there's basically no joke was the point like he's basically saying that be- these films are inherently silly right yeah and that's what my yeah, one yeah. of my problem was that tooth scene was kind of better in david lynch's version than in this version and the sole reason yeah. what, is what what happens in that in that version though I mean, I like it's it. they actually show the tooth getting removed and everything. Like they 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 show it. I don't think in this they show it. They just imply no, it no. and then right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a silliness to some of the elements, which I think some of them are still here, but they just play very blandly. Like in because uh, that world conflicts, right? Because there's a whole realist thing going here and everything. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So like the I really didn't like the ha- Haruka can. What are they called? Uh, Hakanen. Harkonnens. Harkonnens, yes, sorry, yeah, the Harkonnens bit to me were like very stale in this. I was like, bring back the Lynch people here. Exactly. Like, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I had a, I had, I was talking with a friend of mine who had seen the movie. Who had seen the movie when I had seen. His first reaction was, "Is it just me, or the, or it feels like it's just vast in scope, but for some reason it's very bland and it's very unimaginative." and mm-hmm. that too depends on your imagination right mm-hmm. uh, imagination can be a lot of things imagination can be huge buildings minimalist architecture and all that yeah. <clears throat> imagination can also be extremely colorful over the top characters silliness and all of that that can also be imagination mm-hmm. it's like here and i think it's also it's also the fact that the movie is also quite portentous mm-hmm. okay I didn't mind the portentous that much, but it's like with the portentous somehow, somehow it feels like you don't want to get too much into the you know politics also. So politics it's like also, it's yeah. like what is the portentousness for? No, no. Like if you're creating such a serious film, yeah, about the hero's arc story, right? Then it's like then it's kind of stuck in the middle of being this more heady sci-fi, but also appealing to the to the Star Wars crowd. Kind of like that. Yeah. My point is, this was also a big problem yeah. about that. Like Titan. Okay, this was also a bigger problem with me. <clears> I'm not going to Titan to a to a to a. Hey, no Titan discussion here. Okay. No Titan I'm, discussion. I'm not giving any discussion. I'm not giving yeah. any discussion. My only problem with Titan was that. No, 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 no problems about Titan here. No, 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 no. I know what you're talking He's about. Just... We'll discuss. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. No, my point is, my point is, if you're going to make a sci-fi, a heady sci-fi, my thing is fully commitment. The Blade Runner 2049, right? That's the tone yeah. of heady sci-fi, I would think. Fully commitment. Yeah. Or Arrival. Yeah. That's or the arrival. tone, I think. And then, then because you have a story to back it up, I think this story is much more, at least in his way, 
focused mm-hmm. on the heroes arc right like you guys have also said this right yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah, it yeah. is a much he's he's removing the politics out of it he's doing whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. like but his style yeah. is also very like villainer right he's like completely yeah. he's much more uh, colder i guess than than a lot absolutely. of absolutely right? yeah, yeah. so yeah. i mean that's where i'm coming from a little bit but i will be happy to give it a watch in imax sanjeet sir and see how how much of a uh, experience like how much of it experiences yeah. more i guess in uh, on an imax screen. just shave your beard the way uh, sanjeet does when you go into the theater <laughs> just like just to pay homage Actually, i will one thing, I, one, one thing yeah. i really liked about uh, about uh, lynch's dune was that uh, they didn't shy mm-hmm. away from uh, showing you how or uh, what they're doing instead of getting to the point Yeah, because mm-hmm. the whole Leto's death was given a montage. Basically, they were mm-hmm. given the the whole Leto's death. Uh, the point of that whole montage was to show the effect of it on Paul again. Like it, yeah. it was yeah, not. Yeah, it was true. not to. It was not to show the sacrifice he is doing. Mm-hmm. It was and also failed sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And they could have actually milked down a lot of those failed sacrifices, hopelessness in the first one. Mm-hmm. because i like it when things get really really hopeless in the first movies like mm. every i mean hopeless just in general just you know lose in the end you know you yeah. just like hopeless like like i just like hopelessness like imperfect yeah. like yeah yeah like man like infinity war i will i yeah, will yeah, that, that yeah yeah and and sell my soul okay so <laughs> i i actually like uh, i like the way uh, they were I was, I was i like in the book they they showed you how pointless the death the let was was exactly or of how pointless us uh, betrayal was it was mm. all in the in the uh, to answer the imperium basically and mm. then you the whole point of the movie also was that the relentlessness of the imperium they were showing mm. that oh god you threw duncan at over he's dead even then they're coming back with you The, yep. you're back in the frame mm. it was now the to go inward <laughs> basically <laughs> basically it's like uh, it's a big the whole movie eventually turns into a chase scene and and Mad then Max. this guy goes man that mm. that that uh, that tent scene really it works with me also um, i don't like that tent scene at all they're whispering way too much and one thing about i know speakers is they they ruined the whole point of the very iconic lines which And they're just like bloody whispering all important lies. Like man, just enunciate, okay? Just please. enunciate, exactly. Just enunciate. Yeah. Or just speak in sign language. Uh, that was <laughs> yeah, way better we, than yeah. Because 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 those words that you're about to say tears in the rain tears. the whole a whole pa- point was just for you to say something that's going to that's going to really dig through you've already like completely mm. had me there you were supposed to stab me and then you take like that uh, knives out while i end my knife and just do <laughs> that fake fake out like, <laughs> fake knife. yeah you don't want spoilers for knives out also yeah. <laughs> no I, who it didn't happen they didn't say right who it happened yes. who it came from as so, in the daniel the, the craig character that, okay another okay. another big problem this, <laughs> another big problem with this movie is how it ends it's yeah it's very sudden number one it's very yeah. sudden number two what the fuck was that final fight scene 
what the fuck yeah i i think they will oh, the duel on that later yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> nice sanjeev logs, nice logs for the other movie <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about Stanley Kubrick's? No, but 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 ending this ending this episode with with closing thoughts on the film. Like, okay. everyone just chime in with your thoughts on on the film. Okay. You only Do go we... ahead, Sanjeev. No, no, I'll go. I'll go in the end. I'll go in the end. <laughs> oh, you'll just because yeah. the end should be like the IMAX it's... plug. Oh, obviously. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the beginning, say only you must have seen. I know. I know. No, uh, I know okay, so. uh i'll go cuz i don't have honestly i don't have much to add to whatever you guys have said i just think there's so many ways to like look at this film like you know it's mm-hmm. just yeah you can look at it as with in comparison to lynch version mm-hmm. uh if it's like faithful to the text if it's in unfaithful to it like mm-hmm. then you can look at it as like whatever comparison with how it's with modern blockbuster cinema like there's again you just villain of filmography etc 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 right mm-hmm. you just yeah or you can look at it as whatever star wars ka companion like i told on mm. the sand wars yeah. uh but like uh whatever like you can look at it in, in any way possible and i think again it's one of it's in a long list of recent movies where i may be not loving the film essentially but i'm very glad people are really liking it like i'm very glad that uh people are getting immersed in this i i wish i was equally but like uh yeah. i think my problems are much more so like i think we've discussed like the whole exposition stuff is a very me problem in general but but yeah i i look forward to watching uh, it on the imax screen and hopefully uh, yeah clicking with it more i guess um but yeah colder i didn't have much of a emotional reaction honestly but yeah amar to what about you okay uh when i wanted to when i was pestering sanjeev and bhuj about getting into this podcast for this episode i <laughs> final my always my biggest point was this is the last time i'm going to talk about this movie after that i'm done i'm not going to talk about it <laughs> anyway so my final thoughts are my final thoughts about this movie in general so very uh, uh i'm glad this movie exists this is the better this is the best mm-hmm. adaptation we are going to get for now uh, yes i think mm-hmm. i think because it is dune it should have been a lot better it should have been a lot better but from a visual scale from a scope scale mm-hmm. it it's great i think hans zimmer score i did not like it that much oh yeah i yeah can i like uh, yeah, 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 yeah just your finishing so i was about to mention someone yeah. mentioned about hans zimmer score but otherwise yeah, yeah, people yeah, who so like yeah. the film will like hit us i totally agree yeah yeah go on amit yeah hans zimmer score hans zimmer score i did not like it that much i think it is becoming too i don't agree <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that was not what I expected. Okay. So, yeah, I, I don't agree like either. Yeah, yeah, it, that's okay. I did not like it that much because I felt it was becoming too repetitive after a point. Okay. Okay. So and also, this is this is the bigger point. I think, in a way, the Muslim part of the whole conversation about Dune, I think it was a leaned in that much, which I think would have should have helped. Yeah. Conversely, though, I love the fact that the cast is very diverse. I love that Fines was gender swapped. I love that you know. I love that the Fremen are Fremen are you know not white people, but yeah. of course, of course, if they were you know Muslims and other 
few people i would have appreciated mm-hmm. it a lot more but baby steps i can completely mm-hmm. accept that all in all mm-hmm. i can say all in all i can say that uh, i i liked it it should have been better but i think uh, and it should have worked as a standalone because i'm because i hate the excuse that oh my god part 2 is going to make so much more sense i completely hate that excuse so mm-hmm. i agree yeah it should have been a better yeah. it, should have, it should have worked as a better standalone it should have ended in a better way but because i kind of know where the story is also going i'm very excited to see what he's going to do with part Hmm. So, and hopefully there is one it seems like it there will be so yeah, there will be there one there will be one, so. will be one. Yeah. it made a lot of money there will be one so Good. yeah yeah <laughs> that, those are my final thoughts please don't please nobody ask me about these ideas <laughs> <laughs> what do you I think about jodorowsky's dune bro <laughs> jodorowsky's dune i think i think if jodorowsky's dune had come out we wouldn't have got a star wars the entire sci-fi yes. the entire sci-fi point of view would have been very different and it no, would have been i was thinking flash garden yeah yeah and it's and jodorowsky's dune i think if jodorowsky's dune had come out we wouldn't have got alien which would have been a big loss and yes we wouldn't have got alien we wouldn't have got a lot of things but mm. conversely we would have also got a perfectly ahead of its time of really weird movie even weirder I mean, than lynch movie. lynch weird, weirder than lynch even weirder than yeah. i would say yeah yeah even weirder than yeah. no one would have seen right nobody no yeah. and also and also if anybody wants to make jodorowsky's dune into an animated movie please contact him he i think he is agreeable to that so please for the love of god any ah. studio please make it into an animated movie. The, the 70 people listening to this episode for some reason yeah, would any would, animators would, any animators please animators please brad bird uh, call me on like yeah bradu all the first uh, bradu all the class the first class of calarts please everyone uh, tim burton yeah. please yeah, let me know timu फिर <laughs> 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 I want to see this movie with um, less sound less people just alone I want to see it just like a hmm. just look at it and stay with the movie on I your think laptop I would say that yeah on my laptop like hmm. okay not on my laptop maybe on like a TV <laughs> but uh, not on the phone like please no no that the even I can't stoop down to don't do <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when hmm. somebody when somebody said it's going to be a theatrical experience, I know it would never come to my theater, but I tried my best to emulate that. <laughs> hmm. So yeah. even okay. I somewhat somewhat respect that opinion. Yeah. So, hmm. but if you ever get the chance, I'm gonna say like I would. I honestly, this movie is really it's kind of like Gravity. It's meant to be watched once in yeah, the theater, yeah. and that's it. It's not a rewatch. It's not like Tenet 
it's not like you have to get your head around it mm-hmm. i'm never going i haven't rewatched i haven't rewatched tenet and never going to rewatch so i actually i have i watched it like <laughs> four times <laughs> yeah, yeah it's it's just the lead up to that one truxen place uh, theme when it comes uh, and there's this oh the music is shot. fantastic yeah, yeah. ludwig ludwig goransson's oh good yeah, i am pronouncing it right yeah but this music music wise i felt the themes that they were using of uh, the that uh it's it's called a uh, um it's called a flourish <laughs> of the hmm. pa, 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 that, that thing that thing uh, turns into a motif for uh, paul and mm-hmm. uh, that whole backpack theme that they that they play as the atlides theme mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. that was awesome the mm-hmm. whole arakin theme was insanely good i love mm-hmm. that scene of when they do that uh, sicario style uh, flyover of arakin yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like th- that's insanely good i love the african teams to it i love uh, what hans mer has done with voices and what mm. he's done with percussion he's a percussion guy he's not oh, absolutely a, yeah full on he's got three things going for him he does it really well he's got voices he can do great guitars and uh, smaller themes with guitars and uh, and he yeah. can do percussion really well yeah. so he's a guy who sold everyone on uh, basically he, his whole idea of like percussive percussive uh, themes was taken up by junkie excel for mad max like his whole yeah, yeah, all yeah. of this was uh, taken up from him yeah, yeah. and one was uh, but yeah my my last thoughts being uh, imax imax yes hmm. i mean no no even i'd like to uh, rewatch it soon uh, hmm. but uh, see i think before i before i finished the film i knew what my problems with the film were already hmm. at least i was i was pretty sure what my problems were going to be in the next swing already like i was pretty pretty sure like itna aware tha this time around but this experience was amazing i think this is once in a lifetime kind of a thing i mean i don't think so there there is going to be a re release dune after like like 2 years later or 3 years later Why, when it, like, when when the second part comes in there will be a re release i'm guessing but very very specific places right very specific hmm. locations oh, yeah. not everywhere definitely yeah. 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 yeah but but i but think but i think together right it's already out yeah yeah but the yes, yeah. uh, but the imax print is is much much better i mean the the whole scope and the scale it looks completely different i will text but, you as soon as i get out of the cinema yeah 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 <laughs> i'll i'll wait yeah. for it but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, but yeah, I mean, this whole conversation was absolutely futile. Uh, just watch the film theater. <laughs> <laughs> what a proposition! What, what were you bringing on Leto's death and all of that? What? Who cares, man? Just watch it as a spectacle. <laughs> what? Leto's it matters, anyways. I'm going to stop this. What a way to end the podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. All, it's all Khatam to bol do. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, follow, follow. Oh Instagram. yeah. Follow follow us on Instagram at Queens Red yeah. Film Podcast. It really helps us a lot. Uh, follow us on Spotify and share it with people who'd like to listen or talk about films. Uh, you can follow Dhruv at Terminal Cinema. Uh, you can follow Amartya on his Letterboxd profile, which is what is your username for Letterboxd profile? Amartya dot Acharya. Amartya Acharya. Yeah, yeah. Any more than you can follow Himant, who's inactive. But literally, you can... you, you Google letter Letterboxd Amartya, you get the first name is him. Oh, yeah lord i haven't yeah. done that oh my god <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> you can follow him and if you want to but nobody cares but don't him. don't nobody cares but no one cares no one cares no one cares, no one cares. <laughs>